Hey, folks, it's Wednesday. Let's get into it uh, here in the Mothership, which is Studio 22, the Chad Prather Show, uh, the Puppet Master Mark Super Chris Cruz. Let's love Brandon at the helm, driving us into the nether regions of all things insanity. I want to talk to you a little bit about Texas insanity right now. Uh, and I know everybody that is not in Texas, you tend to look from the outside and, and you look at it and you say, oh, well, Texas is just like what's going on in Florida. It's a bastion of freedom and liberty. It's a place of conservatism. It's red. And we don't have anything to worry about Texas. And uh, a lot of folks are moving here from California, New York, even Europe. They're coming here. And uh, yeah, if you're on the inside, though, you may see it a little bit differently. Uh, last night, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, Chris, but Lady Gaga was in town. And uh, Lady Gaga did a commercial, uh, did a concert, which later on in another segment, I want to talk to you about the hypocrisy of Lady Gaga from what I've gathered from this concert. But in it, she did a little video or she, somebody posted a video of her saying, you know, Texas has a purple heart, very purple heart. Uh, and I'm hoping that heart's going to become blue in a couple of months. Of course, the crowd goes wild. Um, mm. It, that concerns me and uh, lady gaga can stay out of texas as far as i'm concerned uh but we are on the cusp of seeing something very dangerous happen in a place that is considered a conservative bastion and uh we we're in a we're in a tough spot here in texas and i point that out because if it can happen in texas it can happen anywhere and the fact that it's already happening in a big way in other places other states is is troubling and we've we've got to hold texas because i do believe that texas determines a lot about the way the rest of the country goes so uh in the hot seat i got a friend that uh he epitomizes not only texas but he epitomizes the um speak softly and carry a big stick mindset which i love and appreciate and i don't like the word activist but he is an activist he has been involved in numerous campaigns i actually worked on uh, Don Huffine's gubernatorial campaign. So we, we cross paths a lot, but not only in that way, we're friends. So welcome to the show, KD Sims. KD, welcome. Thank you, Mr. Prather. You are involved in so many of these things. You live in McKinney. Now, I know that a lot of people would say, well, McKinney, Texas, for those of you who don't know, that's north of Dallas. Uh, with traffic, you can get from downtown to Dallas to McKinney, which is what, 20 miles maybe? You, 20. You, you can get there in about six hours with traffic, <laughs> right? Uh, if you hit it at the wrong time. But McKinney is a microcosm of what's happening around the nation, right? It is. Uh, you've been involved with the city. You've been involved with the schools. What's happening in McKinney, Texas? Well, like you said with your opening, McKinney's going blue. Yeah. We've got a blue council. We've got a blue school board. The uh, the tyranny just gets worse every meeting, every month. Last night, they decided if we got more than ten speakers, they're going to cut us down to one minute speaking. This was at the city council meeting, school board, school meeting. board meeting, school board meeting. So they've already censored the only conservative on the board. He has no, basically, no say so in anything right now, and they're doing this because they want to take over McKinney. And we spend every day of the week trying to wake people up and make them understand this is in our back door. Yeah. This is in rural Texas. And when you say, when you when you say take over McKinney, you talk about the school board. What is it they're wanting to carry out? What What's their agenda? What are you fighting against? <clears throat> We're fighting against mainly right now the pornography in our schools, the the wokeism, the CRT, the ACL. Uh, you know, we've, we've labeled 282 books in that district by various people, 
and the board just ignores what's going on. They're not like a Colleyville. You know, Colleyville put a stop to this last night. But uh, McKinney just – the people in McKinney, everybody coming in from all over the all over the country, and it's unfortunately turning our town blue. Mm. And that's and, and people would look at that and they would think uh, there's no possible way that's going to happen. But when I we were over um, in a little town just east of McKitty, we did, did a campaign stop. You were there. This was this was a year or so ago. I, I I guess this was a summer ago, a fall ago. I don't know, but it's it all blurs together. And we were talking to the mayor who came uh, from that little town over there. And he was telling me, he said, we have people moving in here from California. And I said, well, that's true all over Texas. Mm -hmm. He goes, but they're coming in specifically to run for the school boards. Mm -hmm. And they're coming into these little towns of Texas. They're running for school board because they have an agenda that they're wanting to push. And they're doing it not just in the big cities like Dallas or San Antonio or Houston. They're doing it in small town Texas. That's trickling over, so it's obviously happening. And McKinney's not a small place. No. You know, by any stretch. It's, it's a good population center. Well, you talk, I think you may be talking about Princeton. Princeton, yeah. So Princeton, Farmersville, Allen, Salina, Prosper, Gunner. It's happening in the small communities, yeah. and it's it's spreading all over. People, you know, people think it's just Houston, San Antonio, Austin, Dallas. But that's not true at all. It's moving into the, even into the communities of 500 people. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're right, they're moving in here to specifically take over our state. What are you doing? I know you go into the meetings, but what uh, – and, and, again, I, it's entertaining. If you're not following KD Sims on social media, on Facebook, it's entertaining just to watch the, <laughs> the headbutting that goes on. Uh, you don't really give a damn about anybody's opinion. I don't. As far as what they think of you, uh, you got a pretty tough hide, and you and I are kind of the same in that we don't have a lot of filter – and we just kind of say what we think and let the chips fall where they are. But what all are you doing to try to to try to bring some change in this? Well, I, I go down to Austin when I can to to try to testify. I meet with legislators all the time. Uh, I go to meetings. I go to events. I I stay on social media nonstop. Yeah. And I do a lot of research. Uh, you know, a lot of people are not educated or they don't do the research on what's really happening in Texas. And. If you don't do the research, you, you're not going to know the depths of the issue that we have at hand, and it's very serious. Like yeah. you said, it's people are here to to break down our democracy. Uh, I, I just got back from Eagle Pass a couple of weeks ago. I went down there to testify at a Senate hearing down there with three senators, and stayed a couple of nights on the river just so I could document for people what's happening because, you know, Facebook's got us all censored. Yeah, social media does, but. I, I find that the, the live videos are doing a little bit better. They're getting a little bit further reach. But, man, I try to walk the walk. I I am somewhere seven days a week, whether it be a rally, an event, a meeting, meeting with legislators, whatever I can do. We've got six grandkids. That's why I fight. I tell everybody, I've had a good life. Good Lord takes me home tomorrow. I've had a good life. Yeah. But those kids need somebody to speak for them. Yeah. And that's why I do that. Well, I can attest to the fact you are somewhere all the time. I don't, I don't, you know, people tell me that I travel all the time, but you're on the go. And, uh, you know, and it's not a, it's not a one issue thing. I mean, whether you're dealing with the school board in McKinney or you're down at Eagle Pass looking at what's happening with the security or the non-security of the border, mm-hmm. um, you got involved, you traveled around with a campaign, you, you worked with other campaigns, you know, you've, you've headed up security for different things. There's 
so many things that you're involved in, but yet you're focused on home. And I always say that the light that shines the farthest away shines the brightest at home. Mm-hmm. And for you, it's that way. You're out, but you boom, you're focused right back in there. I, I'm looking at this, and and I look at a place, and I go, there's no way they're really pushing this gender stuff or pornography in books. There, there's no way they're really trying to, you know, have these conversations with kids in our schools and it's mind-blowing what's happening here in the state of texas well it is and you know i'll just say it we've got a bunch of christian hypocrites out there that even some of the mckinney isd board works at a church in mckinney Mm -hmm. but yet when you tell them about what's going on in their own schools they don't want to hear it so i mean they're just shutting you down are they just are they justifying it or how are they how are they responding to that no they're shutting us down just like last night there was a a lady that's running for school board possibly and she had a level three grievance against her first amendment rights they listened to her they gave her 15 minutes and they shut her down with their attorneys and said no we deny your claim and that's in in the discussion mm. they don't want to you know like grapevine collarville and some other superintendents around the state they've actually t- taken the time to look at these books and read these books and listen to the parents they're not doing that in mckinney they're not doing it in frisco jerry patterson represented patterson's fightingness in frisco and the district basically called him out and told him he was full of crap. Yeah. So, you know, we've got people that are not listening. And our biggest problem is we don't have enough people involved to make a difference. Yeah. And, you know, it's okay to, to be online and do what you do online. But if you're not in the trenches on a daily basis, you really don't get the full scope of how bad this really is. And until we get more people involved, you know, I tell people every day, this state is turning blue. Mm-hmm. It's deep purple in McKinney right now. Mm-hmm. And if people don't get involved, they're going to get a wake-up call about how red Texas really used to be. Well, I hear people all the time that say, well, if you look at it, I think that we're really conservative at heart. But And you said something before we started taping. You know, if we wind up with Robert Francis O'Rourke as the governor of the state of Texas, it's our own fault. Absolutely. It's our own fault. So people look at it, and you may be conservative at heart. But you got to be conservative out there where it matters, too, in the middle of the fight. How, what, in your opinion, how do people get involved? And because again, I want to explain to everybody because people watch this thing all over the world, but they watch it all over the country, especially Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex is, is large. I mean, it, you know, represents whatever 10, 10 million people in the area. You, you've got these little pockets, these little towns all around it. You know, McKinney's one of them, Grapevine. They just decided yesterday that they weren't going to do the woke nonsense. They were going to, they, knock down the whole pronoun thing mm-hmm. weren't going to engage in all of that stuff mckinney you're in the struggle there some of these little areas again you may be conservative at heart but how do people get involved to, to make sure that that fight happens in in reality well i tell people every day you have to start the first thing you got to do is you got to know who your local reps are mm-hmm. i talk to people every day that don't know who's on their city council or school board they don't know their sheriff or the constables <coughs> they don't know their state reps or their senator that's the first place I would start because if you don't know what they're doing in Austin or even D.C., you don't have a clue what's going on. So I tell people the first thing you do is you meet your legislators, meet your local officials. Then you get involved in going to the meetings, going to the events, going to any kind of seminar you can go to, whether it be the Constitution, Bill of Rights, or the city charter. Mm-hmm. You have to get involved and go to these things, and that's why we're on the move all the time. We go to every single event we can. Sometimes we go to two or three a day. And that's what it takes. You have to be in the trenches. You cannot solve this being at home. You've got to be out there with the folks. You've got to be talking to strangers. You've got to be putting your values down. 
and and don't sugarcoat your values. I don't sugarcoat my values. No, you don't. I'm I'm a I'm a tough cat, and I don't <laughs> care who comes after me. But there's one thing I'm not going to do. I'm not going to weigh for my values. Yeah, and that's what you have to do. Yeah, you know, and the biggest compliment people can give me is they say, "Well, Chad hadn't changed." You haven't. I mean, I, I've he's been the same throughout. You know, I, and I didn't put on any kind of facade when I was running either. Uh, it was I've been the same person all yeah. along, and if you don't like it, you don't like it. And I can say that about you as well. I mean, you've been steadfast in the whole thing. If you look at this, and maybe somebody's watching this show, and and they're in your area or they're in someplace else, and you want to like just like there's something i need to just say and get out there and just light a little fire under somebody's ass what is that well you know i always bring my grandkids up but that's really important if if people really stop and think about what their kids and grandkids are being subjected to yeah how much are your kids worth mm. is it worth a is it worth a friday night dinner instead of going to a meeting is it worth an hour phone call to somebody you might change their life and get them turned around I mean, people have to put put their life in perspective and really think about what they're doing to their families. Yeah. Because, you know, we're in a dire situation here that I hope, really hope our kids don't grow up in a socialist Texas, but I'm afraid that's where we're headed if more people don't wake up. And I tell people all the time, if, if you can't get involved because of your job, hey, I, I get it. I'm retired. I can do what I want to do. But if you can't put that stuff out there and, and it's a good fact, send it to me. I'll look at it, I'll research it, and I'll put it out there. Yeah, I really don't care. And you do. I do. And the good thing about you, KD, is you're responsive. Somebody, you know, it, it, you, mm-hmm. you're to the point. You don't belabor it. Uh, <laughs> you don't mince words, and you don't waste words. I like that. You know, you get to the point, you get after it, but you're responsive, and you talk to people. I do, it, and, and, you know, I tell people that I try to walk the walk that I'm preaching. Yeah. I really do, and – you just have to be bold. You have to be courageous. I, I has, do hashtag courage all the time. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do this if I didn't have a good foundation. I've got a I've got a bride that keeps me focused, and I've got other people behind the scenes that keep me focused. Yeah. But once you get that support system, you know I've been I'm being asked right now to come speak all over the state. That's on my own dime, and that's good because I don't want anything from anybody. I just yeah. want you to wake up and listen. Yeah. That's all I want. Well, and we've talked about it. Um, it's almost like a, a, a spiritual calling. It is. All of this stuff. You could, you know, you got people who are missionaries who go out and they, they preach a message. Then that's what this is. Well, I've, I'm really considering running for a state position. Yeah. Because, you know, I feel like I am being called to do something. Yeah. And un- until I do that and satisfy my own heart, then how do I know what I need to do for other people? Yeah. So that's what I'm looking at right now. I hope you do it. Appreciate I hope you do it. So kd sims pray for texas pray for your own community but the, if the fight can happen here it can it's happening there wherever you are main street america is happening so and uh, check him out facebook get on there follow him kd sims and uh join the fight if, if you ain't got no balls you can enjoy his <laughs> <laughs> Hey, folks, millions of Americans are waking up to a country they don't recognize. That's what we're talking about. And while folks struggle to raise their families and pay the bills, the media and the corporations are telling them that they're what's wrong with the country. Well, thankfully, there's some companies that still believe in America and our Constitution. Our friends over at Patriot Mobile, they're America's only Christian conservative cell phone company. They're on the front lines fighting for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and the Second Amendment. It's why Patriot Mobile is different from every other provider out there. Inflation's made it hard on many Americans. 
Americans, but thankfully Patriot Mobile has plans to fit almost any budget, and they offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers. So get the same great service plus the knowledge that your money uh, is supporting the values that made America great and will again. So I want you to go to patriotmobile.com slash chat, or you can call them 972-PATRIOT and get the uh, use the offer code C-H-A-D, I spell it, Chad, and get free activation. Special discounts are available for you veterans and first responders. Join the movement. Make the switch today, patriotmobile.com slash chad, or you can call them at 972-PATRIOT. We'll be right back. Yeah, I'll tell you, um, Katie Sims is a good dude. He's a quality person and uh, a good man, and he is in the fight. That's 100%, 100% accurate. He is in the fight, and love him or hate him, you got to admire him for what he's doing. I happen to love the guy and appreciate him so much. So I got to tell you guys, maybe we're starting a trend here on this deal, on this Venmo thing, Chris, because more money, $25. Yeah. Uh, and from Jacob Hernandez, and uh, God bless you, Jake. Uh, so I feel like now just people are sending you money in order to get a shout-out from the show. And I'll give no it problem. to them. I have no problem with that. Hey. Uh, you know what? Some people pay me to do a cameo. Okay. Like on that cameo oh, app yeah. or the shout-out, like um, uh, Stephen Crowder's dad. Yeah. You know, they started ca- uh, shout-out. Shout-out. Yeah. Shout-out. I'm on shout-out, so you can go, like, to the shout-out app. And pay and it, money. But it's, instead of going to Cameo, it's, you're paying conservative voices. And if you don't know what Cameo is, it's where you pay somebody and they, they give you a personalized video. And, like, you, you know, you send a deal. It's a happy birthday, happy anniversary, or retirement from the military. or can be anything going on or just, you know, some kind of a fun thing. But they'll send you a personalized video and you pay them for it. And a lot of celebrities do Cameo. A lot of... B, C, and D, and E, yeah, and 100%. F, and a couple of people that are in the background, yeah, they 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 love cameo. They'll do cameo, yeah, and they they might charge X Y Z dollars, you know, two hundred dollars, uh, bro. Some some of it's pretty expensive. X Y and Z dollars, it's yeah. two hundred to like a thousand. It's bucks. a lot. It can be a lot. Now, I mean, I was doing them for like I don't know. One point in time, I was doing cameo for like 40 50 bucks. That's not bad. Not bad. And then I then I when I went back to my cameo now is like 100 bucks cuz I'm actually trying to dissuade people from asking me. Also oh, that could go to shout out. Yes, yeah, go to shout out. Uh go over to shout that's out fair. and and if you want to do it, but yeah. That's Steven Crowder's dad. You know, he he called me up. He's like, "We're doing this thing. It's cool." So there's a lot of people on there. But I like basically you just keep sending me Venmo money at uh Chad Prather 22. And uh, like Jake Jake Hernandez, and he's a Texas realtor. He's uh, he sent me a deal that said uh, his note said fuel while sending truth. Oh, I like that. That's I like that. That's a t-shirt. Sitting it, yeah, sitting sitting in the truck, you know. So he said fuel while sending truth. By the way, Chad, said twenty five w- bucks. Thanks, Jake. I want to point something out, and sorry if I put you on the spot. Yeah. Are you getting more money now than you were when you were getting? A run for the governor? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no. I just want to make sure. No, our donations were, were reasonably good uh, okay. when we were running for governor. Um, and uh, but no, it's it's always look. I, I don't need people to send me money. I thank you, thank you for that. Uh, I do appreciate that. We really do. But um, it's and it will we'll make sure it goes to good things. Uh, it yeah, like like my kids' tuition. 
You know, I and I want to get into this uh, loan forgiveness thing that we're talking about with the colleges. I want to talk about what Ron DeSantis is doing with the education there in Florida with the uh, Miami-Dade County um, School Board. Talk about that in a minute. But I alluded to this, this Lady Gaga concert last night. And so Lady Gaga comes in there. She says, Texas is a state with a purple heart that I hope soon goes blue. Crowd goes wild. I have friends who said they walked out after that. And I'm like, why? I mean, you knew, you know, you, yeah, you know, Lady Gaga's not sharing your conservative values. Now, it's disappointing when they get in there and they, you know, like I'm a political comedian. You know what you're getting when you come to my show. I'm going to talk to you about some politics. But uh, if you go to a show and you just expect a person to sing the songs, but you, you, that's not the world we live in anymore. Their, their politics are going to come out because this has become a religious fervor in, in our world today. Now, um, so you knew what you were getting into. She just happened to say it out loud and you got offended. That's the same thing I say on the other side. If you go to a comedy show, laugh, loosen up, don't get offended. Don't take it personally. Lady Gaga got on her bus, got on her private jet and left last night. You don't have to worry about her anymore. Yeah, she burned up the ozone and, and left a carbon footprint behind her and probably some chemtrails too. But you don't have to worry about that. And, you, and the next time you just don't have to go to her show. But here's the thing. So um, our one of our makeup girls here at The Blaze, she went to the show last night. Yeah, and, and yeah she was tired. She's tired. Well, so no, I got to tell you the story on this. I got to tell you, and that's what I want to make the point on this. I want to make the point on this because at what time it started is the key to what I'm about to say. So she went and she's tired, you know, she probably drew my beard on crooked. I mean, she's like half asleep in there. And I talked to several people who said that they advertised the showtime at seven o'clock. Okay. Well, you know that Gaga is not coming on stage at seven o'clock. No concert starts at seven o'clock. But she said they advertised at seven o'clock. And they said she finally came on stage at 10. 10. So they waited three hours. Now, that's a long time to wait. And what these artists are doing, let me tell you the trick here. This is the trick. Uh, I asked Elizabeth, I said, was there an opening act? She said, no opening act. So they waited three hours with no entertainment, just waited. People had brought their kids, you know, their teenagers. Folks are getting restless, the whole thing. Three hours, no opening act, just waiting. All right, so what they do... What they do, and I imagine Lady Gaga probably, I'm assuming she got a cut of the concessions. Oh, yeah. uh, she probably got a percentage of the, of the alcohol sales. And merchandise, of course, is hers. So they go in there. Typically, when you go into a big venue, you negotiate a deal where when you sell merchandise, there is an 80-20 split or a 75-25 split. So if I sell T-shirts at a big venue, the venue will get 20% of what I sell. All right. So she goes in, people have three hours to wait. So what are they going to do? They're going to drink, they're going to eat, they're going to buy the t-shirts. They've got three hours with nothing else to do, but be irritated and go spend some money. So that's what they do. That's the show business trick, okay? Now, that is a free market capitalist system that she employed last night and then got on stage after collecting probably a couple of million dollars for doing one show and then many many more in terms of what she collected by selling merchandise and the uh the rev share from the concession stands so she walked out of there probably making three four million dollars last night 
and good for her. But then she got on stage and espoused a liberal agenda of talking about going blue and purple. Well, let me tell you something. If if true progressive democratic socialism were to be instituted in the state of Texas, well, guess what, Lady Gaga? That that you did last night, you, you employed a conservative principle to make money and a conservative strategy of engaging a free market economy to put a couple of million dollars uh, in your pocket and then to go blaze your carbon footprint across the sky and the roads of America between your buses, your semis, and your private jet. And yet you say you hope that the state of Texas goes blue. See, I'm just pointing out just a microcosm of the hypocrisy that these jackasses do to try to make you get the cheap applause. Yeah, we want to go blue and every pinhead riri out there with their hair colored purple and their nose rings that were clapping for her bullshit on stage did not take the time to realize that she's engaged in real capitalism real free market economy and real conservative values just in the way she ran her freaking show so again it's do as i say not as i do and you guys just clapped and applauded and clapped and applauded while she played a $50,000 piano on stage. I just want you to stop and think about the hypocrisy of all this stuff, right? Just think about it. Oh, and by the way, you guys out there, y'all probably paid, you know, $75 and up for the tickets. I mean, the cheap seats were probably, I'm guessing, you know, $55, $75 in that deal. <clears throat> and... uh and man, the carbon footprint. Where did she play? Was that American Airlines? Do we even know where it was? Probably American Airlines Center in downtown Dallas. Uh, if I had to guess, I don't know. But the carbon footprint around that spot right there. I mean, just not only to turn the lights on, but how many vehicles had to pull into that place and park and stay. Um, so I just want you to start thinking about this stuff. Tell these people, you know, when they want to preach to you, preach to you see like my buddy kd who was here a minute ago I, he could tell you the stuff he says is the stuff he lives but you got these celebrities out there and all these you know, again politicians and the riris they don't live that way they preach something but they don't live that way it's a fact so uh ron desantis at the globe the globe that's a shock i didn't know that okay so not american airlines center but nonetheless same same thing. Point still stands. So Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, he backed some candidates and uh, to flip Miami-Dade school board and uh, and four others to Republican control. So he successfully did it. I mean, that's Miami-Dade. That's huge. I mean, to me, that's on level of now. Granted, Myra Flores and what she did in South Texas. I mean, she's the first ever uh, Mexican-born uh, congressperson. Um, which is incredibly uh, historic, but not only that, what she was able to do in her district. But this is huge. Um, yeah, both our candidates in Miami-Dade County, Florida, just won their elections, flipping the school board conservative. Miami-Dade is now the largest county in America with a conservative school board majority uh, in a country. A 1776 pack. Um, yeah. As the next school board member for District 8, this is uh, Monica Colucci. She said, I will keep woke ideologies out of the classroom, ensure curriculum transparency, and defend parental rights. So, folks, be encouraged.
Be encouraged. I mean, my God, if it can happen in Miami-Dade, it can happen anywhere. Any freaking where. That's encouraging, man. Uh, I'll tell you, I see more and more of my friends, my conservative influencer friends, they're moving to Florida. You know, I, I see them, and, and I'm like, I look at them, they got their moving trucks, and they're posting it on Twitter and Instagram. And I, they're like, oh, we're leaving California. And it says, uh, and I said, oh, they're coming to Texas. Nope. Nope. Going to drive an extra 12 hours on to Florida. They're doing it, man. They're doing it. Uh, you tell me that a good conservative person in a place of leadership can't make a difference. Ron DeSantis is doing it. And, um, yeah, we'll see what happens to Florida. And, and, uh, and uh, we'll see what happens. Going to be interesting. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back get into it. Y'all hang tight. All right. Um, so as you know, America is kind of going down the toilet in other ways. Happy for Miami-Dade. Happy for the people out there doing the fight. Happy for what's happening in Florida. Uh, but there's a lot of places out there because of the Biden administration. It is uh, really tanking thanks to this uh, very leftist agenda. And uh, NBC took a poll. And I want you to take a look at this. We are less than three months before the midterms, and our brand new NBC News poll paints a pretty bleak picture. Americans are angry, they're disappointed, and they are worried about the future of this country. Just 21% of adults say we are heading in the right direction. And once again, three out of four Americans say we're on the wrong track. In fact, this number, never before in our poll, has this wrong track number been over 70% for this long. It's been nearly a year now. 58%, by the way, say America's best years are behind us. That's an all-time high. That's, that's troubling. Now, again, I, I don't put a lot of stock in polls, but damn. I mean, the fact that it's been that consistent for over a year, over 70%, yeah. I think people are chomping at the bits to make a change. I think they are chomping at the bits to make a change, especially when you have Democrats, particularly this Biden administration, who's trying to buy off your vote. They're trying. This, this is, I mean, to me, this is voter fraud, this whole um, student loan forgiveness stuff. So they've released the details now of Joe Biden's plan to cancel $10,000 in student loans per borrower that's earning under $125,000 as well as 20000 per borrower who paid for college using the Pell Grants. You can see the graph that's right there. Now, now he tweeted that. That's the Biden administration. Supposedly Joe Biden. I don't know who runs Joe Biden's Twitter, but my God, he can barely hand a pen to Joe Manchin after signing a document. I don't think he's, he's not tweeting. Zoom in on Joe's face during that little, that's the episode where he coughs in his hand and goes, shakes everybody's hand in the room. Uh, zoom in on his face when he's look, looking around confused trying to find somebody to hand that pen to. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they've been wanting to do this. They've been talking about doing this. Most Democrats say it's not enough. Uh, they wanted to support canceling up to $50,000 per borrower. Um, 
but they're going to uh, go ahead and try to push this through. It's not constitutional, folks. It's not. I mean, imagine I'm going to go borrow money uh, to pay for something I can't afford. Now, we all do that at some point in our life. Buying a car, you're going to, I mean, I, and again, I don't use credit cards. I, I, haven't, I haven't used a credit card since 2007. Again, I keep a, a $1,000 limit credit card, so I keep a rotating thing of like, I'll put 100 bucks on it and pay 50 every month just to keep the credit up right it's because you got to have to have that so and it's stupid that you got to have that but to have a healthy credit score i keep a small amount on there at all times but i've never used i don't use a credit card for daily stuff i don't use a credit card for business we are cash only everything we do again venmo is chad prather 22 um the uh uh every little bit helps i don't i don't believe in going in debt so um you know my my vehicle is paid for i bought it with cash and um you know i i don't my my places that i own i own them right but occasionally occasionally you have to borrow money for something maybe it's a mortgage maybe it's an automobile whatever you do what you got to do now that being said imagine borrowing money to pay for something you can't afford but then you did it for something that you probably didn't even need and there's a good chance you'll never even use. So that's like, you know, you buy this house in Montana that you never go to. And it just sits there and gets dilapidated. Most people out there are not using their college degree. They're not using it. You're not. I'm not using mine. I'm not using mine. I, I don't have, I don't do my jobs. I'm an entrepreneur. I don't, I don't, I don't do anything that I do and use i don't have a resume i don't i don't do any of that stuff so i don't use that um you know who's not asking for the student loan forgiveness is people who went to technical school and got a damn job those people they got their job they went out there and paid for what they did they learned to trade and they're out there doing it but these folks let's say you go to a you know harvard yale you go to princeton you go to an ivy league school you go out there now you know those people they mass they did some big time debt on there and I don't get, and they say, well, it's just $10,000. <laughs> just $10,000. Well, they, if it's people who make under $125,000. That's the majority of Americans. The majority of people don't make over $125,000 a year. Um, and so, and if you have a college degree, I'm going to tell you a personal story. Tell you a personal story. So, uh, my daughter, one of my daughters, she went to college and she majored in dance. She made exactly laugh. No laugh. I, if that's the reaction I want. She majored in dance, and I told her when she started, I said that's not a major. There's only a couple of universities, literally a couple of universities in America that will allow you to go to school and major in dance. And I said that's not a degree. That's not a, that's not a deal. She said, well, you're in the entertainment business. I said, yeah, but I didn't start there. I had other things that I did as a career, and I fell into this, and I was fortunate enough and had enough business mind to turn it into something. Because trust me, there's people out there who have actual talent. I don't, but I'm a good businessman, and I know how to translate my mediocrity into success. That makes sense. Yes, it does. So here's the thing. She said, well, you're in entertainment business. I said, yeah, but I didn't start there. I've got a couple of degrees. I used them for a while. I'm not using them now, but I am using at least the education I gained. She said, okay, right there. She said, 
if I don't go do this to dance, she said, if I'm not dancing, she goes, then I'm not going to go to college because I can go out there and work in a studio. I can do all that stuff. I can teach people to dance. I can make a living doing that. She said, but they're paying me to go to college, so I'm going to take them up on it, but I'm going to major in dance. And I said, okay, well, when she gets there, surely somebody will talk some sense into her since she's not listening to dad right now. And I said, I'm going to shelve this because once she gets there, you know, at the time she was 18, I said, once she gets there, I said, gets a little bit under her belt. She'll see there's some other things she needs to do and focus on. Nope. She graduated with a four-year degree in dance. All right. No one there in that program at any time said, you might want to take a business class. You might want to take a marketing class. Now, she told me uh, six months before she graduated, she said, I know what you're thinking. She said, but again, had I not majored in dance, had I not come here to dance, she goes, I just wouldn't have gone to college. Now, I'm painting a bleak picture here, but she did take some other classes. She got a great experience. She got great um, she got great um, education in terms of other classes she took. Smart girl. And let me tell you, impressive girl because she knew she had to do something with this so as soon as she graduated she immediately started using her resources and her network didn't use me because i I was kind of like hands off on this because i want my kids to stand on their own two feet i want them to make their own decisions open up their own doors trust god and move forward so i didn't start calling my contacts in the entertainment industry but trust me if it got to the point where i had to keep paying her rent i would have all right. But I, I got, she got she started getting on airplanes. She traveled all over the country. She tried out at different places. We talked about her trying out with the Rockettes in New York. Uh, she was all over the place. And uh, and recently, uh, again, she graduated back in May, uh, end of May. So just recently, she has a incredible job. She got an offer and she moved to Florida, by the way. And um but she's touring the country with a dance troupe and group with a very high-profile deal. They're paying her great. She got health benefits. She's got, and I'm like, hey, you're using the degree. You're at least using your degree. And she's having a time of her life. She's working hard. She's doing all these things. And, uh, and I'm impressed with what she's doing. But that's rare that somebody graduates with a degree like that, and it works out. So at least she had an ethic, a work ethic, to push through and create something and open those doors of opportunity for herself. But my problem is not the person who's going to do that. There's just not too many people who can take underwater basket weaving with a minor in women's studies and gender confusion and say, we're going to do something to build a career out of that and then expect the government to come bail you out. It's not the way it's going to work. It's just simply not the way it's going to work. So uh, I have a real problem with this, and I'll probably say more about it as we go on. But this whole thing, imagine getting a loan to go get something that you can't afford, but you really probably don't need it. And at the end of the day, you're probably not going to use it and then expecting a total stranger to pay for it. That, my friends, is socialism. And I'm really tired of the government being our pimp. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back, folks. This is that time in the show where I want to attempt to wax eloquent. Folks, you know that old thing about uh, give them an inch, they'll take a mile. It's often rewritten in our modern parlance to be a form of the slippery slope fallacy in discussions. But as I've said before on this show, it's important for us 
to realize that the whole slippery slope isn't always a fallacy. In fact, increasingly, it seems less and less like one in most conversations going on. Valrico, Florida. Let's go there. Pack the bags of your mind and be sure to include the sunscreen and the flip-flops. We're going to uh, Florida, folks. Grace Christian School. They're coming under fire for their recent announcement that they not only won't be referring to school kids by anything other than their correct gender pronouns, but in fact, that if any of the kids in their school are leading an, uh, an open and active homosexual lifestyle, they're going to be asked to leave. Now, the same goes for school kids leading an open and active heterosexual lifestyle. So let me be clear on that. Uh, I'm guessing that part won't get a lot of the press attention. Now, here's where that whole inch and mile thing comes in, because some of the people in this country, maybe a majority, they've sort of had it in their mind for the past several decades that if you allow the left's agenda to exist right out in the open, uh, it will not come just barging into the places you create for yourself. I mean, why not allow gay marriage if there's never going to be a time when your church is forced to perform a gay wedding, for example? And if the world worked that way, I'd probably agree with that line of thinking, but unfortunately, uh, it does not, uh, as is evidenced <clears throat> by how much of a ruckus this whole thing is stirring up. So this is a private school, and ostensibly the people who make up its school board, if that's even the system they're using, I don't know, they're pretty much entirely in charge of who gets to attend there and who does not. Uh, absent certain violations of established civil rights law, they have the freedom of association granted by the Constitution to all Americans, and they can allow or disallow certain behaviors as they see fit. Uh, you see, the idea behind this is that if you aren't allowed to go to one school in this country, you can go to a different one. So my right to association doesn't abrogate your right to seek an education someplace else. Seems simple, right? Uh, but let's be honest, it isn't as if you can exactly swing a dead cat around pretty much anywhere in this country right now without hitting a school district that's plenty woke enough to accept your little blue-haired zeer for whatever it thinks it wants to be. Now, this private school is making a stand for what it believes in a time that's really difficult for people whose beliefs run counter to the increasingly different standard. And I, for one, want to salute them for it because, let's be real, they're taking and will be taking a lot of crap going forward. They're going to be mocked. Yes, they are. But it won't surprise me a bit if they're also litigated against to the fullest extent of the law. And uh, they're in Florida, so maybe that won't be as bad as it could be elsewhere. But it isn't going to be a picnic. I mean, that's for sure, folks. The fact that even private schools like this are coming under such fire does nothing but underscore what I've been telling you for years. <laughs> you ready for it? You ready for it? You know what I'm going to say. Get your kids out of public schools, folks. Get them out of public schools. Hell, make sure the private school you're putting them into is like this one in Florida. Make sure these schools where your kids go stick to their principles. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I tell you, uh, in light of what KD was saying, and I, and I see this thing up close and personal. I, you know, I'm watching what's happening in Texas. I watch these school boards. I see what's happening in all the different places, and the fight is real. The fight is real. Um, what was it KD said in the first segment? They identified 282 books in the library that have, uh, you know, what's arguably pornography, and it's directed towards children. Um Look, I, I get that in some cases, you know, we split the hairs that don't need to be split. But 
you and I both know that they're covering a lot of the stuff. I talked earlier in the week about this SEL, social emotional learning. And I've had people reach out to me who say, can you explain to us social emotional learning? Because my wife, my aunt, my uncle, my cousin, my sister's a teacher. They depend, they defend SEL. Um, What is it? You know, I've said it's another form of CRT, you know, that's just packaged in another way. They're just bringing more Marxism into the schools. Listen, SEL is just another way of grading you on social and emotional uh, stuff. It's it's a child's uh, ESG score in the school, if you will. You know, these corporations are, and ultimately you will probably be operating in the Great Reset under ESG scores. Instead of a FICA score, they're going to grade you on your how you treat the environment, social justice, governance, all these things. And so, you know, are you meeting your inclusivity factors? Are you saying mean things online? Well, we can't give you this loan because, well, you have hate speech on Instagram. That kind of nonsense BS, all right? Well, SEL in the schools is in many ways doing the same thing, right? It's couched in something that looks very good you know the teachers want somebody to you know we we want to make sure that our kids are 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 learning you know socially and emotionally because they're not getting it at home so we want to make sure that they're understanding and we're not raising a whole bunch of little white supremacists and and, you know all these crazy nazi racists we want to make sure that these kids are you know well-adjusted emotional kids but that's not what they're doing they're turning out little automatons that have been homogenized in their thinking and rather than critical thought it's political party speak and they know all the right words to say and uh, they graduate with some crayons and chalk for the sidewalk and a stuffed animal and a safety pin and a direct map to a safe space and where all the uh, fecal landmines are so they can step over them as they walk around the homeless in their streets so that's the kind of stuff that we're dealing with folks uh, in our school so kudos to this school in Florida for at least saying, nope, nope, we're gonna, we got some values, we got some principles, we were built on this, we we're founded on this, and we're going to, uh, we're gonna stick to it. I gotta say congratulations to my buddy Jeremy Christofferson. Jeremy worked uh, very hard with my campaign, but he's my friend. Uh, we spent time hunting, fishing together, having a good time, uh, drink a lot of beers together. Jeremy Christofferson, today, today at 10 a.m. in the state of Texas, Houston became a u.s citizen and uh, he's lived here longer than he's lived anywhere but he is british but he's now an american so uh god bless you jeremy welcome to america even though you've been here for quite some time now uh and and a successful guy and a great patriot trust me not everybody is loyal to the crown even though they got a funny accent and i don't always understand what they say so he took the oath today uh the presiding judge was judge ho so I said, I hope you don't have to, you know, pledge your allegiance to America in Korean. But uh, he got it done. So congratulations, Jeremy Christofferson. And uh, <coughs> I love you, buddy. I really do. I appreciate you. I sent him Neil Diamond's uh, Coming to America. We're coming to America. <laughs> uh, he actually was the idea behind this shirt that I'm wearing. He sent me this. He's in the oil field. He, uh, he uh, fracked Joe Biden. He told me the idea for this shirt, and I was like, yep, we got to do it. And you can get yours at praythertees.com. <laughs> ah, y'all hang tight. More insanity to come. We'll be right back. We had to retake this segment because I thought we had more time. 
it is what it is. I got more stuff. I want you to come back tomorrow when we get off the rails. I want to talk more about this student loan forgiveness because uh, I was just waxing on about it and ran out of time. Go to watchchad.com for all the fun stuff is and uh, check it out. Going to be in Conroe, Texas next week, Southern Star Brewery. And then the week after that, going to be in um, – where are we going to be? Gosh, we're going to be in um, Waco, Texas, and Granbury, Texas as well. So check out the schedule over there. Sign up for Blaze TV. BlazeTV.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad and get a savings on an annual subscription. I'm going to see if I can twist Sarah Gonzalez's arm to be with me tomorrow night. So pray for me because she doesn't like being twisted. I love y'all. God bless you. We'll see you then. Bye.